Great evening, great evening, great evening, great evening. Hey, folks. Hey, this is Wesley, billion-dollar virgin with another podcast for you, another Millionaire Midnight Rant. It's approximately 12.17 here. Um, it's Monday now. Okay, it's midnight. And I want to talk about why you are unhappy, the deep reason why. And let me share something with you. You know, unhappiness will keep you from achieving your goals and dreams, okay? Have you ever met an unhappy person? Comment below if you ever met an unhappy individual, all right? They're the worst. And unfortunately, when you want to manifest your dreams or you're trying to develop your skill in different opportunities, businesses, relationships, unhappiness is cancerous to your success. Okay, so I'm going to talk about that. I'm I'm going to get deep here tonight. Is that okay? Comment below if it's okay that I go deep here tonight. All right, so, um, hey, if you're brand new, this is Wesley, billion-dollar virgin, let's go, from Houston, Texas here. I'm a young black man from Houston, Texas. grew up pretty poor, pretty average on the south side of Houston, Texas, and through perseverance and educating myself, I became a self-made millionaire. I'm currently worth over $40 million here. I'm in the online space. I'm in the real, real estate space as well. And I use this podcast just to share the truth about wealth. Okay? Which means is it's all transparency here. I'm very blunt. I'm direct. I may use colorful language here. Okay? And I may get loud. But I'm here to educate you. I'm not here to motivate you nor to inspire you. But I'm here to educate you so you'll be able to use this information in a way so you can live your dream. Okay? I want you to live in your land of paradise. I want you to be able to have what you want um, as well. So listen, if you ever want to listen to the podcast... It's on Apple. It's on your phone. How many of you have an Apple? Comment below if you have an Apple phone. I have an Apple 13, I believe. Uh, just type Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast in Google. We're the number one listen to podcast in self-development and, and manifestation here. So all praises to the most high. God is the greatest here. So I'm loving this and I'm loving you because people are getting... Uh, I, you know, I see the comments below. People are actually applying this information and so many of you are getting results. I get the DMs and emails every day. So I'm, I'm excited and I'm fortunate here and I want you to hold on whatever you do, you know, regardless if you listen to the very end of this podcast or if you leave early, whatever you do, don't quit. Okay. Don't give up. Is that clear? I mean, whatever you do, just don't give up. Don't quit. Don't let the naysayers tell you what you can't do, okay? Don't get caught up into the media, into social media. Don't quit. Don't give up, okay? Um, Whatever is destined for you will take place in your life, okay? Whatever you're destined to achieve or whatever you're destined to have, it will take place. But it takes you and it takes you applying pressure and take an action for those things to become a reality here. So, hey, let me give you guys a shout out here. Okay. What are your names? Comment your names below. Hey, Shannon, how are you? 
We have so many beautiful women on here tonight. Shout out to the queens. Men, can we give the queens a shout out? Shout out to my queens. So many gorgeous, beautiful women on here tonight that are listening on the live here tonight. Shout out to the kings. Ladies, let's give our kings a shout out as well. These great, handsome men that's on this rant. Shout out to everybody here. We love you so much here. <clears throat> hey, Ziri, how are you? We have Pashal from Nigeria. Aaron. Um, <clears throat> we have Lady Griff. How are you? Get fit with E. Gay. We have Abby. How are you? Dave. Captain Prophet. Patel. Bossy. Empire. Uh, Zerfu. Sanchez. Fanny. How are you, Tones? Luz Tejada. Yash. Patricia. How are you? Stay motivated 24-7. I love it. Roy, how are you, sir? So go ahead and comment your names here below. I'm going to give you 60 more seconds as we notify, ask Instagram, notify more people to join the live. And make sure you turn on your um, notifications here. Hey, Laura, how are you? Turn on your notifications, folks. Okay. Kalia, how are you? Turn, turn on your notifications. Turn them on. Only for my life, honestly. Don't turn your notifications on for anybody else except for Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Why? Everything that you're going to hear out of me, every word, sentence, phrase that you're going to hear from me is going to help you put yourself in a position where you want to be. Okay? Period. We're not going to BS here. We're not going to talk about futile things. We're going to be focused, extremely focused, to get what we want, okay? Hey, billionaire trades. <clears throat> so, um, let's talk about the deep reason why you're unhappy. And listen, once you're able to conquer this unhappiness thing, you know, your life will be much better, you know, honestly, because... It's something I had to deal with in my 20s, you know, because I was unhappy um, in different parts of my life. And how many of you are unhappy right now? I'm just curious. How many of you, when you think about your life, you feel unhappy about it? Or you feel that maybe you should be further down the road? Maybe you feel that you should have achieved things a little bit faster than what you have what you have achieved so far. Okay. Alright, I appreciate your honesty here. And listen, it's nothing wrong to be unhappy. But what I want you and what I want to do tonight, I want you to understand the deep reason why you're unhappy. Because once you understand why you're unhappy, you'll realize that you'll never have to be unhappy again. Because unhappiness is a cancer to your success. It's a cancer to you developing any skill to do anything profound. It's a cancer. It's very cancerous, okay? <laughs> unhappiness depletes energy. Unhappiness makes you sick. Unhappiness makes you lazy, right? And unhappiness makes you comfortable, okay? So we don't want to be here. But so let's talk about it here for a second. I want you guys to write this down, okay? 
You're always, listen, you're always unhappy when you're expecting something and it doesn't happen. Write that down, please. Take notes. Okay? Take notes. Don't be silly. Take notes. Let me say it again. I'm teaching here tonight. You're always unhappy when you're expecting something and it doesn't happen. Make sense? Like you want to be rich. You want to be successful. You want to be in a relationship. You want a new car, new job, new boyfriend, new wife, whatever. Right? So you're always, the key is always, you'll always be unhappy when you're expecting something and it doesn't happen. But watch this. Now, this is going to change your entire life once you hear this one. But you'll always be happy when you're appreciating and utilizing what life gives you. Okay? Let me say it again. You'll always be happy. Always. You will always be happy when you're appreciating and utilizing what life gives you. I'm going to let you muse over that for a second. I want somebody to write that down for me. Okay? You'll always be happy. Always. When you are appreciating and utilizing what life gives you. So what does that mean, Wes? So listen, as you play this game called life, okay? And it's a fun game to me. I love playing a game called life, right? Um, there are going to be moments where things are not going to happen the way that you would like them to happen. But instead of getting upset, instead of being unhappy and sad, I want you to learn to appreciate those moments, okay? I want you to appreciate it, you know, if the car breaks down. Appreciate if you invested money and you didn't make any money. I want you to appreciate when you lose your job. I want you to appreciate the moment. And then I want you to utilize it. Okay? That means everything in your life that before made you unhappy, I want you to learn to utilize it to your favor. Okay? And see, this took place in my life in my 20s because I felt that, you know, things wasn't working out for me. How many of you feel like, you know, I just felt like, you know, I was, it's like I was getting all these darts and rocks thrown at me. And they were painful. But then I learned that I can utilize those rocks and darts. Because that's what life gave me. Listen, a bunch of you right now, okay, Many of you right now are going through adversity. Many of you right now, your life feels like it's in turmoil, okay? 
But I want you to think and I want you to imagine what if you can use all these painful moments, all these unhappy moments and appreciate them, thank God for them and then utilize them because that's where life get, that's what life gave you at the current moment here. See, what I learned to do is I learned to start to appreciate everything that was happening because that's what life was giving me based off where I was right now in my life. So when I was trying to start a company and, you know, I was reading the books, going to seminars and but nothing was transpiring in the business. I learned to appreciate the journey. I started to appreciate where I was. I was appreciating when life would throw rocks and darts at me. I started to appreciate when challenges would start to take place in my life, painful moments here, okay? I started to appreciate when I had partnerships and they didn't go well. I started to appreciate when people would steal money from me. I began to appreciate when my website would go down, okay? Are you with me here? See, a lot of you, when you think about appreciating the events that are taking place in your life that before made you unhappy, to you, that seems impossible. Because you're thinking, man, it's hard to appreciate. How can I appreciate when I'm in debt? How do I appreciate something when I've been working my butt off, but yet I don't see any type of progress. How can I appreciate this, Wes? How do you appreciate something when you give your all and someone screws you over? Well, that's the trick. Okay. See, multimillionaires and successful people, men and women, they have the astute ability the power to accept things that happen in their life, that life gives them, and they learn how to use them to their benefit instead of letting the thing use them. See, a lot of you, you're letting life when, you know, it's like when you make a decision to change your life. And now you want to do everything right in life, right? You say, okay, I'm going to be good. I'm going to do everything right, right? I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to work out. You can do all the things that you feel that you need to do. And then when you have one rainy day, when you have one rainy day, now you're questioning well, why did this happen? Why is it raining? I was doing everything right. That's a ton of you. I was doing everything right. I don't get it. Man, everything was going well for me. And all of a sudden, a rainy day? Listen, watch this. Rainy days are necessary for growth. When you start to experience trouble, problems in your life, I want you to remember this. It's necessary. Why? For your growth. See, this is the reason why 
You should appreciate the painful moments. You have to appreciate the problems. You have to appreciate the mistakes. You have to appreciate the wrongdoings. You have to appreciate the challenges, the adversarial moments. You must appreciate these things. Why? Because they're necessary for you to grow into the individual that you are destined to become. Okay? Does that make sense? I know some of you folks are thinking right now. Let me say that again because I know some of you missed it here. Listen close. The reason why you want to appreciate, okay? Instead of being unhappy, you want to appreciate that feeling, okay? Of unhappiness. Why? Because by appreciating the unhappiness, it allows you to grow. Let me give you an analogy here. Listen, I live in Houston, Texas. It's hot. I mean, not right now. It's not hot. Obviously, it's cold. But in Houston, Texas, it get hot, hot. I mean, I'm talking about African hot, desert hot. Okay? And, you know, the sun is out. And it's, it's hot. But what if it never rained? What if it was always sunny every single day in Houston, Texas? Sunny, 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 every day. Sunny, 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 every day. Sunny, 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 every day. Can anybody tell me in the comments below what would happen if every day it was sunny in your city, your town, or your country? What would happen? If every day the sun was shining, every single day is 112 degrees, every day, 112 degrees, every single day. Can anybody comment below and tell me what will be the result of a sunny day, even though we want sunny days, right? We want to go to the beach. We want to put the top down on the Corvette, right? We want that vitamin D. But what would happen if it was always sunny outside? There you go. Somebody said it. Nothing would grow. The leaves would burn. The crops would burn. The vegetation would burn. The grass would burn. Okay? Rain... You know, when we wake up and we see cloudy days and some of you say, well, I'm in a gloomy mood. Why? Well, because it's gloomy outside. You know, outside is making me feel gloomy. And I just think that's the stupidity, in my opinion, because without the rain, nothing can grow. The rain is a necessary part that feeds the vegetation that allows you to eat. Rain is necessary to grow the vegetation that feed the animals that you consume. Does that make sense? If it was sunny every day, then what would we feed animals? Because we eat chicken. We eat the cow. Steak. Right? 
Now, you understand why rain is necessary. And I want you to understand that if you want to be happy, you must begin to appreciate and utilize what life gives you. You should always have expectations that, you know, this week is going to be an outstanding week. You should have always, you should always have high expectations that, you know, your life is turning around and things are happening the way that you want them to happen. You must have always, you must always have the expectation that your goals have been met and your dreams are being fulfilled. But you must appreciate what life gives you at the moment. Because just because you have an expectation doesn't mean that life is going to give you or fulfill that expectation tomorrow morning. Hello? Am I talking? <clears throat> Who's listening? Just because you have an expectation tomorrow, listen. You may have an expectation that, you know, tomorrow's going to be the greatest day of my life. I'm going to be profitable. I'm going to make money. I'm going to see some opportunities. I'm going to meet the love of my life. Tomorrow I'm going to get a raise at my job. I'm going to get a new promotion. I want you to have these expectations. Because some of you are like, well, you shouldn't have high expectations because you only get let down. That's bullshit. Stop that. You should always have high expectations. It doesn't make sense. You know, some people believe that, well, I don't want to get my hopes up. That's stupidity. You should always want to have your hopes up. Always. People say, well, I don't want to get my hopes up because I just don't want to get let down. That's stupidity. Because what you don't realize that having low hopes or no hopes at all would guarantee that you get nothing. Okay? You will manifest exactly what you don't want. You should always... Have high hopes. You should always have high expectations. I don't care what happens. It doesn't matter what life gives you. It doesn't matter what life presents in front of you. You should have always have high expectations and high hopes. Always. And you must appreciate and utilize what life gives you. If tomorrow morning you have an expectation that everything's going to work out and it doesn't, use it to your favor. Okay? If you have an expectation that you're going to get a promotion, you're going to get a more money, and you go on an interview and you don't, use it in a way for it to benefit you. Say, okay, you know, I didn't get the raise this time, but I get it next time. As a matter of fact, you know, I think it's time for me to get a new job. You know what? I think it's time for me to start that business that I've been talking about. Use it to your benefit. Tomorrow you may wake up, you get in your car, boom, you have a flat tire. Use it to your benefit. Man, thank God I had a flat tire because maybe up to up the street I could have had an accident. And I'd rather have a flat tire than having a flat tire going 100 miles per hour. So thank God for that. I appreciate that. I appreciate the flat tire. Thank you. I need a new tires anyway. 
Use it. Are you following me here? Okay. This, listen, young people, if you learn how to do this, you will rarely have an unhappy moment in your life. Because you'll realize, like I said before, an unhappy moment is only the expectations that have not been met. Whenever a person is not getting or receiving from life what they think they should receive, they're unhappy. Whenever a person, because everybody has a picture of what happiness looks like. So if what is happening in your mind doesn't match what is happening in your reality, then you're unhappy. But to be happy is just to appreciate it. To appreciate everything. Listen, you have to be a fool to believe that everything in your life is going to go your way all day. That's childish behavior. To actually think that your life every single day, everything that life gives you is going to be absolutely what you wanted. No. You know what we call that? That's a boring life. Right? It's like playing a video game. No kid wants to play a video game that he wins all the time. The kid wants a challenge. The kid wants to lose sometimes. He'll never say it, but he wants to. He wants the challenge. He wants to feel that moment of growth. And that's what I want for you. Okay? I want you to feel that moment of growth. I want you to feel that moment of pain right now. Feel that moment of disappointment. Feel the moment of despondency. Feel that moment of anger, of unhappiness. Feel it. And then I want you to appreciate it. And then I want you to utilize it. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Comment below if you got value here. Talk to me here. Comment below if you got value here. Okay? I'm showing you why you're unhappy. Because you're consistently replaying moments and experiences that have taken place in your life that you're not excited about. You keep imagining why you're not getting what you want. You keep thinking, why is this not happening? Why? 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 Why is this not working? Why am I not a millionaire yet? Why, why can't I find a job? Why can't I find a husband? Why can't I not find a wife? Why can't I get my shit together? Why? Why? Why is it so hard? These are debilitating questions, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Appreciate where you are right now. Have you not noticed that you're in your bed right now? Have you not realized that you're in the you're inside your house right now? Have, have you have you not noticed that the bills are paid this month? Okay, somebody is not able to pay their bills this month. Somebody is outside right now. Somebody's sleeping on the ground right now. 
Somebody doesn't have heat right now. Somebody doesn't have their arms right now. They don't have their legs right now. And you're talking about how you don't have a Lamborghini yet. You're talking about how you don't have the house of your dreams yet. You're talking about how you can't travel yet. You're talking about why your business is not working yet. Does that make sense? You're talking about how hard life is. Life is not hard. Okay? Life itself is not hard. Business is. But life is not. Many of you don't know what a hard life is. In my opinion, a hard life is to sleep on the street with no blanket, freezing. A hard life is you can't take a shower for days and weeks. A hard life is when you can't eat because you don't have money for food. That's a difficult life. But many of you, that's not the life that you're living right now. You're not living in your car. You're in your home. You're in your apartment. Many of you have a job. You might not like it, but you got income. Appreciate it. It doesn't mean that you're going to stay there, but appreciate it. I had to learn to appreciate the 1988 Honda Accord that I had. I didn't like it, but I learned to appreciate it because some people were riding the bus. I had to appreciate the $700 per month apartment that I had. I had cheap Ikea furniture in there and an air mattress. But I had to appreciate it because some people didn't have a bed. Some people sleeping on the floor right now because they can't afford it. Does that make sense? Okay. From, from today, going forward, listen to me. You don't have the permission to be unhappy. From today going forward, I want you to begin to be happy about everything that's taking place in your life. Everything. Even the most painful moments, I want you to be happy about it. And if you can't be happy, I want you to find a way to be happy about it. Because I want you to remember something about you. Yeah, I'm talking about you, big head. Everything that is taking place in your life, you are involved in it. It was a part of your creation. The miserable life that you're living right now, you were involved in the process. If you have no money in your bank account, you are involved in that process. If you have a car that you don't like, you are involved in the selection of that car. If you're in a place, a house, an apartment that you can't stand, you was involved in that process. If you have a job that you can't stand, you were involved in that process. If you have a significant other that you can't stand, you were involved in that situation. Okay. Which means is the moments that you're so unhappy about, you were involved in it. You, 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 you created what's happening right now in your life that you created all this stuff. You, you are the main character in your life. You not realize that? Okay. 
You're the main character in your life. But you know what your problem is? You don't take responsibility. It's just 97% of people on the planet. They just don't take responsibility here. No one wants to take ownership. Everybody wants to blame. Everybody want to talk about why they didn't have a daddy. People want to talk about why they didn't have any support. People find a reason why they can't do shit. You ever realize that? They found a reason why they just can't do it. Well, you know, if this didn't happen to me, then maybe I'll be further along. Well, I didn't have any opportunity. I couldn't go to college because my parents couldn't send me to college. Well, you know, I would have a car, but no one gave me a car. No one helped me out. I had to do it all by myself, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, you sound like a victim. And victims are losers. It is what it is. Yeah, I said loser. I know some of you get upset when I use the word loser. Listen, if you a victim, you a muck, you a fucking loser. You hear me? I said it. If you play the victim role, you always like, eh, why me? Why me? I don't know why me. You're a loser. And you'll always be a loser. Until you release and give up the victim card. I did a video. I posted on my Instagram. I said, no one gives a fuck about you. They don't. People don't care. You want them to care. That's why you cry and whine and bitch. Well, I don't know why. I don't know why it's not working for me. I just, I'm trying everything, you know. I'm trying everything, and I don't know why. I don't know why it's not working. I'm just giving my hardest. And I'm thinking to myself, how are you crying and whining and bitching? How is that going to help you solve the problem? I also did a video for men. And I think, you know, the video was posted, but it was taken out of context because a lot of people interpreted the video incorrectly. But who cares? It got a lot of comments. And I was talking about you shouldn't cry. Because people ask me, and say, Wesley, do you ever cry? And I was like, fuck no, I don't cry. And I'm talking about men. I'm not talking about women. I had women coming on that post. Well, I can cry sometimes. Cry, crying is healing to the soul. Women, listen, you can cry. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Some women cry every single day. It's just what it is. And it doesn't mean that they're living a horrible life. That's just how they do the vent. To release certain emotions, that's what they do. But man, let me share some with you. It is useless for you to cry. It is absolutely useless and futile for a man to cry about anything. And 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 if you want to believe a woman that said, well, real men cry. Well, I like men to show their emotional side. And listen, man, if you want to believe that shit, then keep believing it. And you're going to be the nice guy. And the nice guy going to get ran over. Man. It's no crime, man. And if you need to cry, man, let me share something with you. If you need to cry, and let, let me put this in context. I know somebody, who if my mama died, Wesley? What if my daddy died? Listen, obviously I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you crying about your life. You crying about your mistakes. You crying about all the stupid shit that you have done and now your life Seems to be miserable. I'm talking about that. 
crying about your job, crying about you can't figure out how to make your situation or your business work, crying because you can't figure it out with your baby. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Crying about your job, crying about white people, crying about the police. people. That's what I'm talking about. That. If you need to cry, you cry by yourself, with yourself, and you don't come out until those tears are dried. But honestly, a real man, he don't have time to cry. Like me, honestly, personally, I don't have time to cry about my situation. Anything that takes place in my life, and like I said before, I'm not talking about somebody died in the family. I'm talking about your life. I've seen grown men cry about their life because they haven't made any progress. They cry about the pain in their past. They cry about the future. They cry about their significant other. They cry about their job. They cry about their situation. They cry about opportunities. They cry because they feel that they did everything in life. They cry because they're getting older. And I'm here to tell you that it's futile. It's useless. And so you should stop it. Because my question is, what are you crying for? And I don't want to hear this bullshit. Oh, I'm just trying to get it out. I'm trying to get my emotions out. You're not a woman. Be a man. Find a different way to excrete your emotions or to express yourself. Because it makes you weak. Do you hear me? Don't believe when you're with your woman and she say, okay, babe, you can cry. Go ahead and cry on my show. Don't believe that. It makes you so weak in her eyes. She's looking at you as a provider, a protector. Does that make sense? Okay. Any questions for me? Talk to me. Any questions for me here? I know you have plenty, so comment your questions below here. I know we dovetailed into the whole crying bit because I thought it was necessary to talk about that because, man, nah. No crying, no whining, no bitching, ever. You hear me? Men, never. No, like, oh, man, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, and see, I know this because obviously many men approach me on a daily basis when I go out. And some men that come to me in this desperate, this very, this attitude of desperation, man. Man, I just, I don't know what I'm doing. Where's, you know, I mean, I'm trying to, and I'm like, what the, what the, what's wrong with you? You're 30 years old. Like, why are you crying to me? I'm not your daddy. I got three kids. I'm not your father. Don't cry to me. And if even if I was your daddy, if you cry to me, what do you want me to do about it? You got to be a grown man. Figure it out. If you're going to approach me, approach me with confidence. If you don't feel confident, find it. Because you being desperate and using this victim pity way to approach men that are successful and thinking they're going to help you out because you're crying like you're a little girl or a little kid. 
Let me share something with you. You're going to get embarrassed. Because they're not going to deal with you. <laughs> ah, Mexico say, who pissed you off, Wes? No one did. I just... I was just thinking about that post. About men crying. And you know what? You know what the sad part of that post? That I had men come and say, it's okay to cry. That's just stupidity. What you talking about? Men can't cry. Men can't cry. <laughs> men can't cry. And I'm like, you know, you know what? You the type of man that has a woman and you crying all day in front of your woman. You're like, cry. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Questions for me here. Because I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings here tonight. Okay. But let me tell you something, man. Don't be the man that cries, period. If you do cry, cry by yourself. Don't let anybody know that you're crying about your life or crying about your situation. Don't go home to your wife and say, baby, I don't know what we're going to do. I just lost my job. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know. And she's going to be like, it's okay, baby. But inside of her head, she's like, this little weak ass man. What am I going to do with this? And she's going to find her badass, powerful man like Wesley Virgin. He don't cry at all, period. Because, see, I'm going to tell you something about women. Women gravitate to a powerful man. You know, maybe she can't control this man, and maybe that man is not perfect. But a woman craves. She thirsts for a powerful man. She loves it. And maybe he'll look confident, a little, a little too cocky, but she loves it. Turns her on. And a woman will rather have a powerful man than a man that cries all the time. That's so in tune with his emotions. Okay, if you don't believe me, keep living. What's the next? Uncle Wesley, could you prefer other ways to let out one's emotion apart from man crying? You talking about for men? Are we talking? And listen, I'm not talking about women. I'm talking about men. Women, you can cry. It's normal for you to cry. It's expected that women cry. I'm talking about men. Okay? Now, I don't know if that was a woman that asked me that question here. Uh, other ways that a man can express himself emotionally. I'm not going to answer that question because it's not from a man. Okay? Because women, it's none of your business to want to discover what a man needs to do to share his emotions Instead of crying, it's not your job. Okay, you be yourself. You be your pretty, intelligent, smart self. Okay, I'm talking to men here right now. As a matter of fact, I may go ahead and let the women, <coughs> I may ask you women to leave here tonight here. Because I feel compelled to talk to men and to men only here. Because men are supposed to be the leaders. And men have failed to take the leadership role in their families and have failed to take the leadership role in their in their life. And I think men need to be able to see strong, powerful men that can set a great example for them. I think it's a thirst out there for it. I can tell because of the questions that men ask. They're thirsting for some type of leadership, some type of model. And if men as a whole get better, then they're better leaders of themselves. They'll become better leaders and better examples for a relationship with you women. Okay. 
How to build yourself as a badass, powerful man. Easy. Follow Wesley, billion dollar virgin here. Listen, if you want to be a powerful man, right? First, you have to define what that means to you. Right? Because everybody has their own definition of what a powerful man is. A powerful man is confident. A powerful man can communicate well. A powerful man takes care of his body. A powerful man takes care of his money. A powerful man understands that women are not number one. Does that make sense? What's next here? Questions. Wes, do you allow women to manipulate you or do you rather cut that woman off? Listen, let me share something with you. First of all, it's nothing wrong with a woman manipulating you. Let's go ahead and define the word manipulation. As a matter of fact, how about we ask my guy Ziggy? Ziggy, define the word manipulation. Alexa, stop. I mean, Ziggy, stop. <clears throat> so understand something. Manipulation can be viewed two ways. Manipulation is to skillf skillfully persuade someone to your idea. Or you can manipulate someone in a way that is unfair. But like I said, it's all relative. There's nothing wrong with a woman manipulating you unless you're not manipulating you in a way that's causing you to do something that you don't want to do. Right? But because um, women manipulate all the time, you know, with their bodies, how they look, their voices, how they smell. It's not a big deal. But <coughs> But me personally... With any woman that I'm dealing with, uh, <clears throat> that I'm dealing with, she knows when I'm with her, even from day one, before I even make love to this woman, she know I'm the lead and she knows I'm the boss. And if she can't accept it, <clears throat> <clears throat> excuse me, if she, if she can't accept that, she gone. Who cares? Why? Because I want a woman that wants to follow. I don't want a woman that wants to lead. Because you're not going to lead me. We're going to conflict easily. And if you want to lead, then <clears throat> you're not going to be with me. You're going to be with someone else. What's next? <clears throat> I love you too, Patrice. Thank you so much for that. <clears throat> What's next here? But honestly, men, let me talk to men again. Men, you, you have to divorce this notion that women are trying to take advantage of you. They're trying to use you. They're trying to manipulate you. To me, men that think like that are very insecure men. Honestly, 
Like, I never thought in my life with any woman I've ever been when I'm saying, oh, she's trying to manipulate me. Oh, she's trying to use me for my money. She's taking advantage of me. I've never thought that way ever in my life. But I know men who have nothing. They don't have any money. No money, but yet they're saying that, well, maybe she's using me. But you, you for what? You don't have anything. What are you talking about? Well, she's trying to manipulate me. Why? Why do you think that? Maybe that's just you projecting your own insecurities. And most men are very insecure, insanely. You know, we talk about women who are insecure. Men are insecure like it'll blow your mind. Okay. Next question for me here. Have some women tried to lead you in your past relationships? Um, I've had women who talk too much. Some women talk too much. What I mean is, is that some women don't know how to be submissive or obsequious in a relationship, such as <clears throat> it's always an argument with them about everything, or it's always them sharing how they feel about something that could have been just dealt with in a different way, right? Just going back and forth, going back and forth, always, well, why did you do this this way? And why did you do this? Well, I don't know, you know, just all that disagreeable type women. Those type of women, I don't deal with them. And yes, I've had women like that and I've let them go quickly. <laughs> What's next here? And man, let me share some with you. You have to be, um, you have to be an expert at, of, you know, letting, you know, once you become a virtuous man, of course, right? You need to be a man that's, in my opinion, that's very, you know, athletic. You need to work out uh, rich and be able to communicate. And once you become that, you you got to get to the point that you're not dealing with much with women. Like me, I have a very short patience with women. Which means as um, women, it's very difficult for women to stay with me long because, well, they screw up. And when you screw up, you're gone. Yeah. It's, it's difficult, isn't it? It's like hard. It's very difficult with me, right? Because <clears throat> I'm not like the average man. You know, I don't really give chances. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I'm just going to let you go. Cordially, right? It was still nice. You know, it's very amicable, right? It's not a big deal. But I can't waste time. That's one thing I can't waste in life, right? I can do a lot of things, but you cannot waste my time. Time is very precious. Time is very important to me personally. So I don't want my time wasted. I could be doing something else with another young lady, right? What's next here? <clears throat> with that kind of money, no problem with being in the post of fellowship. I don't understand that question, honestly. What's next here? Wes, this should be a new study of education, high school, and college. Yeah, I agree. Next question for me. Talk to me. Do you have any questions about the topic here tonight, about what we were talking about here? Do you agree that money runs in our life? Do you agree that money runs in our life? What do you mean that it runs in our life? That doesn't make any sense. Wes, where do you see the 60-year-old you? Right here. 
talking to you. I'll just be in my mansion. Or I'll probably be on my G6, G650 or something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'll still look the same, obviously. Still going to work out. I'm going to look better at 60 than I look now, right? Um, I'm going to have more energy, of course. Um, definitely more fans around the world. Um, more impact. Billions of people. I'm going to be busier. Uh, more enthusiastic as well. And maybe, maybe, maybe I'll show my face when I do these rants. I, I don't know. You never know. We'll see. And I'm going to have at least four more babies. Four girls, of course. What's next here? Uh, let me see. Questions here. Talk to me. Wes, I'm living comfortable, but I want more. What do you suggest I do to make some really good side income, even to become rich? So I think you need to get out of this mindset of like side income. You know, side income is for poor people, okay? You know, I don't think there's any such thing as a side income. You want side income, get yourself another another job, right? Get two jobs, three jobs, four jobs, right? If you want to run a company or a business, it's a different mindset here. So you have to select. You know, I do recommend the internet. I have a YouTube channel and I have thousands of videos that I teach people how to make money online. So you can start there. But you have to get out of this mindset of having a side income. It's for the broke. Somebody created the four broke people, honestly. That word itself. Money is the most important thing in life, guys. My opinion. Money does equal happiness. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Money is the most important thing in life. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's one of the most important things in life. For sure. <clears throat> Wes, you've spoken about this a few times, but I feel like it's a very useful topic. Talk about how integrating one's own dark side is important when it comes to success and happiness in life. Good. So let's talk about the shadow. And the shadow comes from a philosopher by the name of Carl Jung. And he talks about the dark side of people. Everybody has a dark side. You guys have seen and heard my dark side many times on this rant here, right? Obviously. I talk about things that are just politically incorrect. It's very controversial at times. I didn't. Like, and, and listen, when I say certain things, you know, I may say something just to stir you guys up sometimes, especially women, right? But, um, yeah, your dark side is the side of you that doesn't give a fuck, honestly. Like the dark side of you, to give you an example, it's like when you, um, you at work. And you know, there's just one coworker that you don't like, right? For whatever reason, you don't like him. And you would like to slap the shit out of her sometime, right? Does that make sense, women? Right? That coworker, everybody has a coworker, somebody at work that you just want to slap the dog shit out of because you just know they don't know what they're doing and they're screwing everything up, right? But you can't do that. You can't slap them, obviously, right? But 
The reason why the integration of the dark side is important because you can't let people run you over. Does that make sense? And this happens to a ton of people. People just run them over. Some of you let people talk to you any type of way. Some of you, like, so, uh, like, I guess a great example is like women and men, like women, like men that date women. So, you know, women, you let, you let women just run you over, right? They talk to you any type of way. And women do this to kind of test you, to see what she can get away with. Some of you men, you let your women have all these men friends. Um, you let your women do anything. I don't know. You don't ever check them. And let me tell you something, man. You got to check women sometimes. That's the dark side of you. She needs to know who's boss. And she needs to know to stay in line. Now, listen. Now, when women hear this, I'm going to say, I'm not staying in line. But that's okay. But that's the dark side. Does that make sense? And it's powerful. And it's very important. You got to have it. You got to have it, especially with women. You got to have it with business as well. Right? The dark side of you, you need to have that um, that deep desire, that, that, animal, that animalistic spirit within all of us. Unfortunately, we only use it when it's time to fight or it's time to argue. And scream and act like a fool. But you're going to lose this in business as well. All right? <clears throat> you can tell people what you want, what you're not going to do. Say, hey, no, no, no. No, I don't like that. That's not going to work. All right? That's the dark side of you. You know, you're saying in, in your, instead of being a, a, a people pleaser, which a lot of you men are and women as well, you stop being a people pleaser. You tell people how you feel. You tell people what's on your mind, but you do it in an, in a way that is intelligent, not unintelligible. Okay. Did they answer your question, young man? <clears throat> hey, Wes, what's your birth sign? Um, Capricorn. But that's all bullshit anyway. Is it like our fearless side? No. No, it has nothing to do with fear. I get another example of the dark side for women. Um, let me think. Uh, it's, just think of the dark side as everything that happens inside of your head that you want to say and want to do, but you can't do it. Make sense? Sometimes your kids do something crazy. You may want to slap the shit out of them, right? You want to slap your kid. I don't know. You want to punch them, but you can't do that, right? Or you want to curse at somebody. You want to curse at your boss. Your boss do something, you want to curse him out. But you can't. But that's what you want to do. That's the dark side of you. The dark side of your the habits and things that you do that no one knows about it. Right? Some of you, everybody on here, they're doing something that no one knows aside from themselves. It's the dark side. You don't want anybody to know that you do it. Like some of you smoke weed, but you don't know it. No one knows that you smoke weed. You do drugs, you do crack, you do cocaine. You know, I don't know. It's your dark side. It's things that you try to hide. But you have to learn how to use this part of you to succeed. Okay? You have to learn how to use this feeling, this aggression, this anger. You know, women definitely have a dark side. You know, when they get upset and they start screaming and how, you know, all that. That's, that's the dark side, man. Right? But you have to learn how to use that, integrate that into your personality so you'll be able to benefit and to be able to use that um, in a way to succeed greatly and become an outstanding individual as well.
If someone comes for your children, you'll snap. The dark side comes out. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah, somebody slaps your kid, right? Automatically, you're going to morph into this person that's going to beat the crap out of this person, right? Does it make sense? It's the dark side. But like I said, with the dark side, you have to be very careful with the dark side, right? You have to put a leash on it. Many of you, you only use the dark side when you're acting like an animal, when you're just doing things and you can't control yourself. You ever met a person and say, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I said that. I just couldn't control myself, right? Yeah, that's the dark side. But you got to be able to control the dark side. Does that make sense? Sometimes you can let the dark side out, but you have to put a leash around his neck. Got to pull it back sometime. All right? You can't, don't let everybody run you over. Don't let everybody just use you and take advantage of you. Don't be afraid to tell people, no, no, I'm not doing that at all. Make them understand that. All right? Make them feel it. All right? Does that make sense? <clears throat> What's next here? Thank you for the follows. Yeah, Kobe Bryant, man, Kobe Bryant was a great example of using his dark side, especially when he would talk to his teammates here because he just thought he was superior, which he was, right? So he wouldn't bullshit with his, um, he, he wanted people to fear him. He did, everybody, even the people he played with because <laughs> he meant business. He wasn't fooling around here. Uh, he took his, his basketball career very seriously, uh, very serious. What's next? Do you own real estate? I do. Wes, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Is that a, a good book to start with? Absolutely. Um, have you or do you struggle with your mental health? Absolutely not. My, health, my mental health is perfect. And yours is too. You just keep thinking that it's not. Listen. You know what I don't like? I, I, I really I really don't like when I, I see these commercials on TV. Oh, mental health is a real issue. Mental health is serious. It's just, it's just a real it's just a real issue. And it's like it's just listen, it's not mental health is not the problem. It's people won't take ownership. They just won't take responsibility. It's like they always want to blame something. Call this line if you have mental listen. Take ownership of what you're doing, okay? Take ownership of what you're saying. Take ownership of your environment, okay? We just have the proclivity to always want to blame something. Well, it's depression. Well, it's what happened when I was little. It, it, when I was young, this happened to me. So now I have Trump. Listen, relax. No, no. Take ownership. You, do you not realize that at any moment you can make a decision to start to create your life how you want it? That you don't have to continue to remember the past or think about the past and and use that as a crutch to say, well, this is what. No, start now. Everything in the past is gone. It's done. Today, you can say my mental health is perfect. It's great. Um, it's amazing. I think clearly and I make great decisions like you can start right now today 
and start to state that and say it. And if you say it long enough, you'll become it. The people that, you know, talk about, oh, I got all this mental health, it's because they keep thinking about their past in a very derogatory way. That's it. They're just thinking in the past in a very derogatory way. That's it. And I'm telling you to stop doing that. Okay? <clears throat> what was the book written about being relentless by some coach again? Yeah, it's called Relent Relentless. The Cleaner. <clears throat> What's next, sir? How many times did you fail in your business before you came into your million-dollar success? And what do you believe what was the pivotal moment that got you there? Meditation and visualization? Absolutely. Yeah, bossy baby empire? Absolutely. Meditation and visualization? I became an expert at this stuff, and I've had many failures, hundreds of failures, okay? And to meditate, it allowed me to calm down a bit. A lot of you are so anxious and so stressed out because you're not relaxed. Because you're creating all these negative visual images in your mind about your current situation. You're like, when is going to happen? Man, I hope this doesn't happen. I hope I can pay this. And oh my God, my credit card, this. I got debt. They cheated on me. They hurt me. Why can I lose this weight? Why do I look like this? I mean, that's you. Do you not understand? That's just a very disorganized mind. A very a person with a disorganized mind has a disorganized life, and a lot of you. That's how your life is. Think about your car. I promise you, maybe over sixty percent of you, your car is dirty. Many of you got dirty cars. I know you do. Trust dirty stuff all in your car smells bad as well. Some of you, your homes are dirty. You don't have a clean home right now, a clean apartment. Comment below. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're thinking right now. Oh, my God. He's right. Yeah. <clears throat> because you have a disorganized mind. You need to start to organize it. And you can organize it, okay? <clears throat> What's next here? I hope someday... I can meet you and shake your hand. You will, 531 Jackson. Hey, Chef Tingles. I want to shake all of you guys' hands, all of you. I'm going to hug the women. I'm going to shake the men's hands. <laughs> all right? You will meet me one day. You know what I'm saying? But what's more important than meeting me is for you to achieve your goals. That's what I want for you. I want you to hit the dream. Meet me after you reach your goals. Meet me after that you fulfill your desires. Okay? Because then we have something to celebrate about. What's next? <clears throat> What's next here? Wes, since you don't keep women that are not non-submissive, what if your business partner is a woman and she's older than you in age, but she always wants to act like the boss? Would you rather let her go? Well, well, she's older than you in age. 
Okay, so you have a a woman business partner, but who owns most of the business? You or her? And who is the successful person? You and her? Are you both unsuccessful individuals? Like, what's give me more context on what content? But honestly, I would rather do it alone. I would do it by myself first. Solo dolo. What's next? Talk to me. Any more questions before I let you go? Both of us own the business. I mean, okay, I get it, but who's making the most money? And who is the boss? Like, listen, somebody got to be the boss, right? Even when you have, like me, I have a business partner with Ariella, but I'm the boss. Which means is she can give her input, but what I say will go. Make sense? Somebody has to be the decision maker, okay? Does that make sense? You can't be like this 50-50. Some gotta, somebody has to be the one to say, hey, when it's said and done, I make the decision where we move, or if we don't move, if we do this or we don't. What are ways to increase the power of visualization? Yeah, just use your five senses. When you use your five senses, that increases the, um, that increases your, your moments when you meditate and you visualize. It makes the experience actually more tangible, okay? Wes, how many books did you read in your lifetime? Oh, I have no idea. Hundreds. Probably 700 plus. What's next here? Any more questions for me? Did you get value here tonight? Did you got did you get value? Young people, I'm proud of you. You're still here, you're listening. Listen to it again, okay? Remember, repetition is the mother of skill. Listen to this information over and over again until it's embedded deep in your psyche, okay? Wes, who inspires you and who do you look up to today? Easy. The person that inspires me is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. The person I look up to is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Next question here. I look up to myself. Okay. Good job. What's a good entrepreneur movie documentary that you like? Go watch the movie by Steve Jobs. Go watch the movie The Boiler Room. Go watch the movie uh, The Social Network. Um, start there. Oh, watch the movie, the McDonald movie, The Founder. Watch that. That's That's number one. Go watch The Founder. That's my top movie right there. Entrepreneur, man, the founder. Watch it now. It tells you about the inception of McDonald's. You'll learn about the dark side on that movie for sure.
And it's another show called The Playlist. It's about the inception of uh, Spotify. It's a great, it's a great, great series. Watch it tonight. It's called The Playlist. Let me tell you something. When you watch Steve Jobs in the boiler room, you'll see the dark side in all these individuals. You'll see the dark side in Steve Jobs. You see the dark side in Sam. Not Sam. I forgot his name. Uh, on Spotify. You'll see the dark side in the founder. I mean, all these men who are very powerful men, they all have a dark side. And they show you in the movie. It's crucial. It's insane. Yeah, The Wolf of Wall Street. That's another great one. In the boiler room. All right, <clears throat> I want to let you folks go. Hey, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for joining the live. Remember, if you want to be a part of the podcast and listen to more of it, just search Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin on Google and I will pop up. You'll see my podcast, which is syndicated all around the world. If you want access, if you want to learn how to manifest your dreams, if you're reading all the books, going through all the seminars, but you still can't manifest what you want, Download the Genie script. It's a script that you can use, that you can listen to, that enable me to make millions and millions and millions of dollars. I still use it today. And it's there. Just search the Genie script on Google. You'll see it. Watch the video. And you may see some value in that video. They may cause you to download the program and start using it tonight or today. Much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go.